live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Lobs end zone for Stoops. He caught it! He caught it! Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. you got to be kidding me. What a moment. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ball stolen, layup blocked by Shagwaw. Get that out of here. Rock the Shagwaw. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure. They got him! Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! Crossover, Cortez. Pivots in the paint. He'll shoot from there, and he got it! He got it! It's the Bichon Show with Norman! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. He'll drive. He got deep. He's banged. He put it up. He got it! And one! Oh, mama! Elijah Harkless! Wow! Unbelievable. How in the world did he get that shot to go? In the paint. Give out. Mo. Three. Hit the air. He got it again! He got it again! Mo Gibson did it again! Ten seconds to go, and they'll dribble it out. Win column suitors. Game over. Final score tonight in Norman. Oklahoma 70 and Texas Tech 55. How much would it cost us to get Deep Voice to just officially change our open names to Party Marty and Firecracker Eat you, Frank? You don't know how uh, many opens I wrote in my head yesterday that I'm like, man, I wonder if I could get this to him and get it back in time. <laughs> so that thought did cross my mind yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Sooners win last night in the LNC. Boy, did they need it. And they got it, and they looked good. 70-55 to 55 over the Red Raiders. Uh, as good of a performance as we've seen all year, I'd put it right there with the Arkansas game. Oh, you look great in Tulsa when they beat the Hogs. They looked great last night, especially in the second half. They shot 70% from the field. In the second half, hit eight of 11 threes in the second half, hit 13 of them on the night, and they pick up a much-needed win. Uh, Let's update you on the Big 12 standings, then we'll go to the phones. So the midweek game's all over now. Baylor, by the way, won at K-State last night. Updated standings, Kansas in front at 8-2. and Baylor hot on their heels at 8-3. and then you've got Tech now sliding back into a tie with Texas for third place at 7-4. and four. TCU is a couple of games behind everybody else. They're 5-4. and four. They're in fifth place right now. they got two makeup games coming, one of them with Kansas. In fact, there's a, there's a week coming up here. I think it might be uh, in a couple of weeks where they play Kansas back-to-back, home-and-home. Uh, home. OU and K-State... Uh, and OSU tied for sixth place now at four and seven. West Virginia, three and seven. Iowa State, three and eight. I think they need four more, Teach. I think they got to get to uh, 18 wins, eight in conference play. 
They're at four and seven right now. I think they need to win uh, four of their final seven. And if they can't do that, pick off one in the Big 12 tournament. Uh, that's a tall task. A play like last night, they got a shot. But uh, that's a tall task. We'll run down what games remain in a bit. But let's get Richard in here right now. Good morning, Richard. Morning, Toby. How you doing this morning? Good. Rested. Feel good. You, you didn't set your mental alarm clock, all of Kevin Henry, I guess? No. No, my mental alarm clock went uh, uh, slept in. <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, before, I, before I talk about the game uh, last night, Toby, uh, I heard the shout-out yesterday from the texter that uh, he wanted – he would rather hear me talk hockey than you guys talk about curling – and yeah. uh, colonoscopies. So that's right. The Bro- the Boston Bruins power hour is gaining steam, right? I think people. I think well. I think that according to that texter, yes. But I would say if we put it up for a vote, that people would rather hear us talk about uh, curling and colonoscopies than hockey. I think curling and colonoscopies would win that poll. I'm Just not my sure opinion. about that. TJ may have to. Uh, Take, take care of that. Get us a poll going because, uh, you know, we're, we're doing what Porter Mosier says. We're putting the work in. Uh, we're grinding. We're climbing the ladder. And so, uh, TJ, anyway, add that to the open I, with the Mr. Big Voice when you get the uh, Party Marty and Firecracker <laughs> eating Frank okay. talking curling and colonoscopies, colonoscopies. every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Richard. I'm sorry. Hey, hey, no problem. Hey, in that vein, though, Tuka Rask, the uh, comeback is over. He announced his retirement yesterday. He's riding off into the Hall of Fame. So there's your Boston Bruins note for the day. How about that? Uh, How about that? What I will admit, that Chuka. scrolled on the bottom of the screen last night during the OU game, and, and I thought of you, Richard. When As soon as I saw it, it would have never registered to me in a million years. But last night when it scrolled, I'm like, huh, where are Richard's feeling huh. right now? See? See? I'm telling you, we're gaining steam here. And, uh, Making an impact, <laughs> and, Richard. Yeah. And their best player is getting ready to get suspended for about six or seven games for putting his stick in a goalie's face mask, but we won't go there. Anyway, the game last night, man, what a much-needed drink of water in the desert for this team, right, Toby? Yep. Needed it, needed it, needed it in a bad way, yes. I I was really happy for – really for Porter. You could just see the weight of that, that losing and uh, not improving in the same – problems cropping up just i mean weighing down on his shoulders so i'm really happy for him and and the team of course uh and man i wish we could i mean listen i've had season tickets since beginning of the kelvin sampson era don't so go there don't go, go where you're about to go i'm, well, I'm in a good I'm mood today saying, it's been an age-old thing, and probably will never get better. But, man, I wish we could get more people out. It's a great atmosphere. People have a good time. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I kind of wish OU Marketing could do maybe some more things, reach out to some of the bigger employers around the metro and, you know, maybe have a Paycom night or an American Fidelity night, try to get some – people out that wouldn't normally come and i think once they come and see what a good time it is but but anyway back to the game uh wow they just they needed that and i'm just hoping they can go up to kansas and and play decent 
I mean, it would be asking a lot to pull off an upset. But if they could just play back this game up last night with a decent game in the fog, maybe we can maybe we can get there to the tournament. All right. Thanks, Richard. Appreciate the call. Thank you, guys. All right. See you. It was one of the reasons I was mad last night. I'm not going to lie. Part of it was the uh, bogus flagrant foul on Tanner Grubbs for uh, having the audacity to post up. Uh, part of it, too, I was looking around going, why, 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 why? What do we got to do? Uh, Richard, your idea, I'm sure your idea will be taken to heart. Marketing will try anything they possibly can. So, uh, But what? But the, the people that were there, 7,200 were very involved and very loud. Kudos to them. Kudos to them. Uh, so, anyway, it is what it is. I think next Tuesday will be uh, good. Texas in town. It's a 6 o'clock start. A little more convenient than an 8. Uh, people hate Texas. So I think we'll have a big crowd next Tuesday night when the uh, horns come to town. Um, but. I did see Jeff Haxton's mustache last night, by the way, Teach. It is glorious. I should have taken a picture. I, uh, I don't know why. I saw it. I, um, I'm i friends with his cousin, and she went to the game and posted pictures of the two of them together. <laughs> and so <laughs> I was like, great? oh, there it is. I got to see Hax's mustache. He, he kind of looks like the Red Raider guy. <laughs> you know? The Yosemite Sam guy? If it was red, yeah, he would look exactly like him. Yes. Yeah. It was uh, an impressive mustache, though. You could never oh, yeah. grow that mustache. Never, never. No, 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 no. Very impressive. Okay, so I said last segment need four more wins. Here's the remaining schedule. Uh, at Kansas, Saturday. Home against Texas next Tuesday. Then they've got back-to-back road games at Iowa State, at Texas Tech. Back-to-back home games, OSU and West Virginia, and then they close the season at K-State. They need to. They got a chance to win their last three. Those are the ones you OSU, look at and say you need to win those three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. OSU, West Virginia, and at Kansas State, and obviously they haven't won at K-State since, I don't know, the Clinton administration. I don't know. It's been a while. But uh, it's a winnable game. If you're going to be an NCAA tournament team, maybe that's one you got to win, you know. So those three right there are waiting on you at the end of the schedule. Nothing's a layup. They're all going to be tough. But you've got three of the most, the games you're going to be favored in two of the three, maybe all three. So if you if you could pick off one of the next four, you you give yourself a really good shot, I think. And Texas at home is the most likely. At Iowa State this year, doable. The other two are going to be really tough. At KU, at Tech. That being said, I mean, Texas Tech just went two overtimes with Kansas and Fog Allen, and Kentucky beat them there by 100. So I'm not ready to rule out Saturday's game if OU moves the ball and shoots the ball like they just did. So I'm I'm excited. I like the fact that they're going into the fog feeling good about themselves, you know. Never seen it. Never seen a win there, so I'll believe it when I, I see it. I was going to say, I don't know if I feel good about Saturday at all. Well, 
you got, you're not supposed to win. It does you no harm to lose that game. Correct, yes. So it, you go in with the mentality, hey, we're playing well now. We're making shots. We've seen the ball go through the hoop. We're moving it well. Uh, they played Kansas to the wire here. So, you know, you go in there at least on a positive frame of mind. Now, in that building, you've got to be uh, six to eight points better than Kansas because they're going to get calls and the home crowd advantage. Maybe it's eight to ten points better than them. you got to be significantly better than them in that building to beat them. So, you know, we'll see. it's going to take a really special day, and Kansas is going to have to be off their game. But, um, you know, maybe this is the year. Noon tip on Saturday, by the way. Okay. When we come back from this commercial break, Porter Moser's postgame thoughts. He was fun, as you might imagine, after the game last night. Uh, we talked about, uh, uh, about Mo Gibson, obviously. But also the uh, locker room reaction after the game. That was pretty funny. We'll take a timeout. It's a Thursday edition of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Back after this. Hey, now, get on my lawn. This is Old Man Radio. How y'all do? We're back. Your mama looking to sell you home. Might get with Terry Saxon. He brings you this hour. Saxon Rip to Group. They'll sell your home. They only charge you eight ninety nine. Leave you some leftover money for some new curtains. 405-361-3380. SaxonRiptGroup.com. Good read, Marty. Hang on. Uh, read a couple of texts while I eat another firecracker. <laughs> uh, all right. This is our Comfort Solutions text. The ref text line question mark? Text back. Yes. That is the correct text line. You up? Uh, <laughs> I didn't say that this morning, did I? I know I was uh, texting quickly. I don't think I. <laughs> nah, let me read what I you said. I don't think I, I might have said that. I don't know. Wake up. Here's what TJ texted me Wake up! Exclamation point. Your mental alarm didn't work. <laughs> Sideways good. laughing emoji. Ha ha ha! Uh, this is interesting. I, I'm re I'm recapping how my morning started in a panic, but when I my my wife's alarm goes off, I wake up. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. It's six ten in the morning, and Jenny says, "Did you oversleep?" And very defensively, I said, "Accidentally." <laughs> As if anybody purposely <laughs> oversleeps. Like she was accusing me. <laughs> How dare you, I woman. Don't I, don't, I don't know why I felt defensive in that moment, but I was like, yes, but I didn't mean to. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, why was Caleb even... Uh, what has Caleb even done to deserve to be on Good Morning America? He beat Texas in the Red Rivalry game. He won a bowl game. Even just being on SportsCenter, which is uh, which is sports related, it's not like you won the Heisman or something. Totally agree with you. That being said, some of you people probably you need to go see people. a chiropractor. Need to go see a chiropractor for how quickly you've spun on Caleb Williams. <laughs> 
I'm si- I sit now, here Teddy's and using your lines all... now. Oh, yeah? He tweeted out something I, about not being able to read his own last night, uh, Colin. I, I sat here all year and just got beat up by you for having the audacity to say, I, don't, I think Spencer Rattler might be a better quarterback. Caleb doesn't know what he's looking at when he drops back. He can't read his own. Can't you people tell he can't read his own? Oh, yeah, but his athleticism and his leadership. And all this. and now he is at another school, and you just you can't pile on him fast enough. So It's, it's amazing. Do we have a chiropractor that advertises for our uh, show we could send people to if they hurt themselves? I don't think we have a chiropractor on right now. I don't think so. There's one listening I mean, would like to advertise. Uh, call our sales team, 405-329-9000. If Rattler – think about this sentence I'm about to say out loud, okay? If Spencer Rattler on his bye week hey, – I, I don't think I have a bye week in college, but, you know. If Spencer <laughs> Rattler next year midseason, for whatever reason they had a bye week, I guess they do have a bye week, he would decide, you know what, I'm going to go back and watch an OU game. See some old friends. And they showed him on the big screen at Owen Field. The place would go bananas. They'd erupt. They'd love him. They'd pick him up on their shoulders and carry him around the stadium. Think about that. Yeah. Think about that sentence. If Caleb Williams did the same thing, Uh, what would happen? Well, he wouldn't get past the gates. Would be allowed in. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Isn't that, TJ, they were chanting, we want Caleb in the crowd. (laughs) They were booing Spencer Rattler. (laughs) Right. And think about what I just said. Unbelievable. Uh, uh, And this was just a a few months ago. I mean, it's crazy what's happened. It is crazy. Uh, And uh, speaking of that, this texter says, call me crazy. The officiating this year crazy. against OU basketball has been noticeably different. Am I crazy? No, you gave a bunch of examples uh, a segment or two ago. I do not under. I, I I'm not here to tell you that OU is being officiated differently than anybody else. But there has been a string of calls this year that makes me just wonder. Like we need a tutorial on what is a flagrant foul. Because I have no idea. I have no idea. The And I've read the rule. I know what it says. But like I said in the first hour, we saw C.J. Nolan take an elbow to the face to the point where he got a concussion, no foul. We saw Tanner Groves take a flying knee to the face that was reviewed, no foul. We saw Elijah Harkless get punched in the Iron Privates. Slapped, I should say. No foul. No foul. No, not even, not no flagrant, TJ. No foul. And then we saw Tanner Groves last night post up too aggressively and got a flagrant for it. In those four plays I just mentioned, CJ Nolan getting elbowed in the face, Tanner Groves taking a flying knee kick to the head, E.J. Harkless getting punched in the onions and Tanner Groves posting up too aggressively. The opponent uh, shot 
a total of eight free throws in those four plays. OU, none. So I just don't know. Like, I have no clue what is a flagrant foul in college basketball. And I venture to say, neither do they. I was going to say the officials don't either. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Toby, please explain how the shot clock keeper does his job. Let's say a shot goes up and hits the rim and bounces out. My assumption is as soon as it touches the rim, the clock is reset. So if the ball hits the rim, bounces out, it's tipped right back up, hits the rim and bounces out, it's chipped right back up, hits the rim and bounces out, is the shot clock keeper basically just standing there pushing the button over and over? No. Uh, You do not restart the shot clock until there's possession. So in essence, yes, but there are two different ways to reset the shot clock. You can reset it to 30 if the defense gets the rebound or 20 if the offense gets the rebound. So there's two different buttons on there. And you're not supposed to restart it until there's possession. So if there is, for example, a missed shot with a long rebound, scramble for the basketball that carries it all the way into the backcourt, finally somebody on the other end picks it up, that's when you start the new shot clock. Does that answer the question that was asked? Yes, I think it does. Uh, Awesome win last night and awesome call on the radio. Awesome stuff. Boomer. That's awesome. Thank Thank you. you. I'm going to cut you off right there so we can get Porter in because I promised Porter here. Oh, yes. Go ahead. Uh, Sooners win 70-55. to Here's Coach after the game. Coach, you just became the first coach in OU history to beat four top 15 teams in your first year. Congratulations. I know you don't care about no, that. I, but I'm so happy for the guys. They've been so resilient fighting through this. And it's funny because I've, I've answered so many questions the last three weeks. How's the locker room? Have you guys lost the locker room? I'm like, heck no, we haven't lost the locker room. These guys are fighting every day um, we're, to try to get better. And, uh, you know, I, I want to thank the crowd. I want to thank the students. I thought they were awesome again and just had such an energy and um, and uh, to help us to get through there. But for our guys to be resilient, and we talked about it, we knew that we had to move the ball, skip the ball, and get that ball popping because they're so good defensively. And to score 70 points on that, we had 14 assists. We said at halftime, we spotted them 10 points. We had three pick sixes to throw some football stuff in there. Sure. You know, and then uh, we had an intentional foul, and then we had we fell asleep in an out-of-bounds play for a, a lot. And that, we, they, that was 10 of their 30 you know, in our turnovers, and we took care of the ball. They only had two points off turnovers in the second half. We took care of it. Um, I thought we moved it, but the bottom line is we defended for 40 minutes against a very old, disciplined, very good team. We defended. Even when we had our offensive woes, we kept on getting stops. And uh, these guys really needed this, and uh, it was a signature win for us, uh, for our resume. But more important, just their just their confidence to keep fighting in practice, fighting through some things. We yeah. know the stretch we're on the, in terms of every team we're playing is elite, and to get a win like this, uh, it gets us back on track. How about Mo tonight? Oh man, you know what I loved about Mo? Mo felt him and Jordan Gowire. I think they were, you know, at Oklahoma State. Mo was pressing; they were getting some things, and. Um, he just stayed the course. You know, we, I think he was pressing a little bit Oklahoma State. And uh, he just, you know, in practice, he was just focused on his defense. Jordan really took his game at heart there. And I thought that was Jordan Gowire's best game under control. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was really under control, doing a lot. And he got and we withstood foul trouble between him and the two bigs. Yeah. You know, they, they got in foul trouble. So we had some different lineups in there tonight. And uh, But um, I thought Mo was 
it was just so key for him to hit some of those shots for us. I mean, but I thought we were getting the ball moving. We were we were yeah. skipping it because they, they they just flood and rotate so well, and we were we were really trying to skip it and one more and move it. And um, our guys did a good job. Thirty points tonight, and he had to play point for you a lot. Yeah, I know. Goldwire in foul trouble tonight. So. I tell you, you know, he did, and you know, it's a tough. You know, Alston and, and CJ, we've got to stay with them. Stay with them. We're going to need them. It's just, it's really tough for young freshmen. They're playing against twenty-two, twenty-three-year-old guys that are in their fifth year of college, and um, so we, we, you know, Alston did have a really nice play. He had a nice uh, um, left-handed drift pass that led to a, a three. Um, but yeah, it's just got to stay with them. You know, with Bijan out too, he's a freshman. But uh, I thought some of the older guys really stepped up. Jalen Hill uh, had some confidence, stepped in and hit a shot. Jacob Groves hit a shot. I thought Ethan played hard. Um, so a lot of, we've said before, you got to have a, a number of guys play well for the win. And I thought we had a number of guys play well tonight. The number two defense in the nation, again, like we said in the pregame interview, according to Ken Palm, you shot 70% against him in the second half. Big win for resume and all that kind of stuff. But for just the, the message that you're preaching, Look, guys, we did the against one of the best defensive teams in the nation tonight. You know, I thought we moved it. You know, I didn't think yeah. we over, sometimes we overdrive, and we did have. They took two charges. They took one on Ethan, and they took one on Jordan. They're as good as teams anybody taking the charge, and we really worked on not overdriving. You know, and um, they're long. Um, you know, and uh, so I thought we got rid of it before. You know, we were really worked in the last few days getting rid of it before they they really flood and take the charge. How was the locker room? I got them. You know, you got them? I got them. I, I I walked in with three empty water bottles. They're all cheering. I walked in and I got them. I I had the water bottles before them, and they were all. It was a fun. It was a fun scene, and you know, it's just a good lesson for them, their life, everything. Just stay with it. Just stay with it. Keep grinding. You know, we got a good team. You know, and uh, you know that that's it's it's so much better in life to keep grinding and fighting through that than it is to to feel sorry for yourself, make excuses, and uh, and that's why this program is going to be just keep fighting even through the good times and and getting punched in the gut. You know what we have to do now, uh, me, you, Jenny, and Brent. Yeah. Nine thirty every game oh, day now. Trust me, Josie. Josie, I'm not even <laughs> off the court. And he said it's the staff meeting. It was the staff meeting. For those that don't know, they called the staff meeting on game day, and I'm sorry to show up, and it was like out of my routine. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I showed up and Joe. I didn't even get off the floor. Josie's going. It's the staff meeting, and I said, "Well, I stayed true to my culture. I didn't yeah. miss it. I didn't miss the staff meeting." Staff meeting Saturday in Lawrence, Kansas. We'll uh, see you there. Uh, well, I have one with you, Toby. Congratulations, All right, man. Coach. Thank you, Nation, for coming out tonight. You were great. That was fun. Uh, so that's you know, yesterday morning I had to leave early, and uh, that's where we were. We did a, an interview with the, the Brent and uh, the two basketball coaches in front of the staff, and uh, poor Porter. Poor Porter, who was great, by the way, poor Porter. He was great, but he is a somewhat superstitious, but very routine oriented. And it's game, it's game day, and he's like, I, I, "What am I doing?" So uh, now we're gonna have seven o'clock staff meeting Saturday morning in Lawrence, Kansas, because when you win, you got to do it again. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Get it, get yep. it scheduled. We'll uh, we'll zoom in, Joe. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby Exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Morty, Morty, and firecracker eating Frank. It's a good morning in America, don't you think?
Fantastic. Yeah, you guys are the best out there. Toby and TJ back with you straight to the phones. Uh, Cheese Head has called in from the great state of Iowa today. Good morning, Cheese. Hey, good morning, fellas. What it do, what it do. What it do, <laughs> man. What it, what it do. what it did. You already know. Hey, listen, um, <laughs> I don't know if you remember I called uh, a while I don't. back. Uh-uh. Go ahead. Remind yeah, me. Well, yeah. Well, they had pulled... Um, Spencer Rattler out of the game and uh, put Caleb in, and I and I think I called and I said, you know, what? I don't think they should do that. Now, no doubt he won the game for us, but I just felt that was just too premature. TJ, do you early. remember this? I, I do. I do actually remember this, and he was about one of the mm-hmm. only ones saying it at the time. Mm-hmm. So, and we got on yeah. to him, I think, and hung up on him, called him an idiot, probably and hung up on him, yeah, which is probably about to happen again. Idiot. It usually does on his calls. Yeah, probably, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> Well, you, as you can see, for those who call me an idiot, that Caleb Williams was a big fake out. I mean, he faked us all out, but he didn't have me fooled. But anyway, and I said, hey, if he's going to go, he's going to go. You're not going to change his mind. That brother already knew from the get-go he was going. So, um, yeah, I, uh, three thumbs down for that brother leaving. But anyway, Toby, I got a, a question for you. Go um, ahead. It, it's off, kind of off the subject, but have you have you ever rode the – the mechanical bull. You ever gone in a place like that and rode that thing? Uh, no, I don't think I have. I don't think I can't remember ever riding. A mechanical I would say bull. that's off topic this morning. <laughs> feel I feel like uh, that would be something I would remember. I don't think I have. Yeah, I have ridden a real bull. How long did you stay on? Um, about five minutes. Five minutes. Okay, you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did a live shot. Uh, ro- I, the word "road" there probably is a, a question. Sat on a bull. I did a I did a live shot on top of a bull in the shoot at uh, Chesapeake Energy Arena for the six o'clock news one night, and it was maybe the most frightened I've ever been because yeah. I wasn't that worried going. I knew what we were going to do, but I'm like, it's in the shoot, you know. And, but yeah. the Cowboys that helped me, you know, they bring the bull in. It's not super happy to be in a shoot. It's like hopping around, horns clanking everywhere. And now I'm starting to get nervous. And the Cowboys said, here, listen to me closely. You're going to put a foot here. You're going to put a foot here. You're going to lower yourself onto the bull, but don't put all of your weight on his back. You need to be have the ability to jump off at any point because – 90% of all deaths happen in the shoot. And I said, wait, what? What are we doing here? I'm a, I'm wearing a tie for the 6 o'clock news. What? This is a terrible idea. And so I hovered basically 
in a seated position over the top of a bull for about five minutes while I did the live shot. And I no joke, my legs hurt for days, TJ, because I just kind of like held my, I was so nervous. But, yeah, that's my bull riding experience right there. I wonder if that's still on the news feed. I'd like to see that on YouTube or no, something. Oh, yeah, it's out there somewhere. Sure, yeah, it's out there somewhere. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm not getting on no mechanical bull. Why'd you ask? Brothers. Well, I just figured it'd be a... And just one day I thought, I wonder... What else are we going to talk about on AM radio in Oklahoma? Yeah. He's asking about the bull! <laughs> I wonder if Cody rode the mechanical bull. And if so, how long would he last? I, I don't know. I'm just... Like, what brought that up? You just hit your mind. I wonder if Toby's ever ridden a mechanical bull. (laughs) That's how she says mine works, yes. Would he last long on a bull? We're heading for, like, a challenge. He's trying to challenge me here again. For those who are new, we got a lot of new listeners. I'm glad you're on, uh, uh, Cheesehead, because we got a lot of new listeners thanks to 94.7 in the last few months and everything. Uh, yeah. How long ago did Cheesehead challenge me to a game of one-on-one basketball, TJ? Was What's it been? Three about three ago years ago, Cheese? Like about three, three and a half years ago? Yeah, about that. Yeah, so he Cheesehead can't play anymore. His back is wasted. Talked noise for months on the radio about how he could beat me in a game of one-on-one. So we came down here. Shaq Daddy set it up. We went over to the Cleveland County Family YMCA, and the uh, final score was 11-2. to two. Or was it 11-4? 11-4. 11-4. Well, listen. You're going to get him all worked up again. Why are we bringing this up again? We had finally let it fade out and die. Now he's going to get all worked up again. It's bothered Cheese since then. So now he's trying to challenge me to a mechanical bull riding competition. (laughs) Brothers, we don't get on bulls. He's not like that. Well, yeah, they got a brothers out there. (laughs) See you, Cheese. I don't know what what you're talking about. Get out of here. (laughs) What a random question. Sorry about that. I don't know what that was. Hey, by the way, I saw Dylan Gabriel yesterday riding down the sidewalk on a scooter. Oh, scooter. Okay. Or what What do they call those things? Well, uh, I thought the, it the, might the, be riding on a bull is why you brought it up. But Oh, yeah, those li- uh, limes. Is that what we have? The You know, the little things you can ride. Well, yeah, I know what you're talking drop about. I don't remember what brand we've got around here now. I'm going down Chautauqua in my car. Lander's Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, Lander's Chevy. And uh, on the sidewalk, coming the other direction, is Dylan Gabriel riding one of those uh, little scooters. <laughs> I don't know why I find that and, funny, but I do. <laughs> I, I know it is kind of funny. And what struck me is, like, he's a big dude. I've never seen him in per- person before. He's stout. Um... Like I, 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 maybe I need to see him again. But when I saw him, I thought, man, that guy's big. Like, uh, found the, you know, ha- is well aware of how to get into a weight room, and is a, is, uh, broad. I would say you should have just rolled down the window his... and said, hey, hey, I mean, hey, you know, I mean, what are you weighing now, bud? <laughs> that was kind of a creepy statement, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. <laughs> you reminded me of someone. I, I can't think of who. He's but not scrawny. He's not scrawny, is what I'm telling you. He's 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 uh, stout. Would be the word I would use. So, there you go. That's my official report on. You know what it is? Gabriel. It's those Schmitty workouts. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little worried that he was uh, riding a scooter home from his workout and not jogging home so he could get extra cardio in. 
That's what Teddy and Gabe would have done back in the day. But Forget that. Anyway. He's the starting quarterback at the University of Oklahoma. Can we not get him an NIL deal with a vehicle? <laughs> they gave him for guys that stood on the sideline last year. Come on. <laughs> Let's go, dealerships. Mo Gibson went for a 30-piece last night in the LNC. We'll hear what he had to say after the game coming up. The Ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Magical Mo. Welcome back. T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. $8.99 listing fee. No other hidden fees. Great customer service. Same uh, service you would get from any other realtor out there. Terry just does it for a lot less. Puts that money in your pocket. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Before we get to some texts and uh, Mo Gibson, uh, big shout-out to our man, Lil Toby. All right. We got other Toby. We got Mrs. Toby. We got Lil Toby, who's been a listener of this show probably since the day he was born. just a little kid. Just a little little baby, Lil Toby. Uh, A little baby, Lil Toby, signed his uh, letter yesterday play baseball at Oklahoma Wesleyan. So, wow. uh, a long-time listener of this show. Congratulations. Maybe, maybe forced by his parents to listen to this show, but um, congratulations to him as uh, he's going on to play baseball, which shaping the mind. Blows no, my mind kidding. that he's that kidding. old. So, yeah. uh, congratulations uh, to them. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line and to all the others that signed yesterday as well. I, you know, maybe others of you have listened, but Little Toby has been gambling with us since he was about three. So, well said, Marty. <laughs> uh, it was a flagrant because it looked like retaliation. Those two got a little tangled up on the other block right in front of the ref just before that. That's what they were saying on TV too. Is that it was retaliation? Uh, and you might agree Get if you watch it that. back. Huge win. Though. I, I, I did I watch it back, it. and I don't agree with it. Here's the deal. I have watched it back, and I don't misunderstand it. He aggressively posts up. But. And that's a big in, but. In uh, the framework of everything else I just mentioned, my point is, if you're going to call that a flagrant, you know what I'm saying, Teach? I hear you. I I'm hear not you, as Frank. much. I'm I'm not as much arguing that shouldn't be a flagrant. Although it was a physical game, get over it. He posted up too hard. Maybe if you want to call it offensive foul, okay. But yeah, I mean the the calls that haven't been called flagrants this year that are obvious, and then that one gets called. That's my point. You need to get to uh, Mo here. You need me to keep going on yeah. some text. No, let's get let's get to Mo. All right. Uh, now the texters put me in a bad mood. Here's Mo <laughs> Gibson with Kevin after the game. Mo, thirty piece tonight. What was working so well for you? Man, what was working so well was our offense. Man, you know, um, we know they overload in the paint, so I knew I was gonna get a, a lot of opportunities to shoot the ball. Uh, you know, uh, I was just trusting in my teammates uh, for the, for me for them finding me and you know, just making an open shot. You guys, uh, you guys knew they were going to flood the lane and things like that. You worked on your skip passes. Were you surprised that you were so wide open on some of those? Yeah, I was most definitely surprised. I don't, 
in practice, I'm like, man, I know these guys are not going to let me get all these shots. But surprisingly, they did. I guess they didn't read the scouting for it, man. And when they, they cut you off and took some away, you just kind of shot fake, sidestepped them, shot fake, one dribble in, and still got yourself to an open spot and was able to make shots. I was just letting the game come to me, you know, uh, playing off of them, you know, reading and reacting. You know, if they come up, I drive. If they go for the head fake, I sidestep shot, you know, just reading and reacting. This is uh, such a, an important win for you guys, especially for Saturday going to Kansas. What's you guys' mindset going into that one? Man, we owe them, man. We, you know, obviously we lost to them three by three points. We felt like that was a game we should have won. And, you know, we coming in to Lawrence. We coming in. We trying to take some. Good luck, man. Appreciate it. Mo feeling good, Teach. He said, I guess Tech didn't read the scouting report. <laughs> We're going into Lawrence to take something. No way they're going to leave me this wide open. <laughs> I'd be feeling good too, man. And the thing is, like, he wasn't that wide open. He got a couple of open looks. But after he hit, you know, two or three in the first half, Kevin McCuller, who is an excellent defender and has a significant size advantage on Mo, said, I got this guy. And he still kept getting shots off, so. I mean, green light, right? Whatever. If he goes 0 for 10, oh, keep shooting. Yeah. They need him. No, they they absolutely need him and needing to be able. I mean, he doesn't need to do that every night, but he needs to be knocking them down. If he's if he's got the shot, take it. I disagree, Mo. If you want to score thirty every night, I'm fine with it personally. Oh, I'm fine uh, with it. Most fine def. with it. I am definitely fine with it. All right, we'll take a break. It's uh, the eight o'clock hour. Toby and TJ with you. It is opening day for the OU softball team. 4.30 this afternoon, the defending national champions get underway out in California. Next hour, Chris Plank will join us from the West Coast. We'll be back.